This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio proudly presents The Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross. From the earliest roots of the Christian faith, music has played a central role in holy worship. For the next hour, let your spirits soar as we highlight selected pieces of beautiful sacred music from the rich history of the Catholic liturgy. Now, here's the host of The Glory of the Mass, Terry Ross. Welcome to the Glory of the Mass, a weekly program devoted to beautiful sacred music performed as part of the Catholic Liturgy. I'm your host, Terry Ross, and in today's program, we'll concentrate on music for the third Sunday in Ordinary Time and for the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul, which falls two days later on Tuesday, January 25th. St. Paul was born a Jew in Tarsus, a Roman city, probably just a couple of years into what we now call the Christian era. At his circumcision, he was given the Hebrew name Saul, and thereafter he was sent to Jerusalem to receive an education in the Mosaic Law. Saul was an excellent student, and as a Pharisee, he was respected for his great intellect and enthusiasm for the Jewish faith and traditions. Because of Saul's great zeal for Jewish law, He was very upset about his Jewish brethren who were following the new way, as Christianity was first called. So, thinking that he was serving God, Saul became the worst enemy of early Christians, hunting them down and dragging them out of their homes, imprisoning them, and even having them killed. In fact, Saul was a witness to the stoning of the first Christian martyr, St. Stephen. Because Saul was a leader, He stood by and watched as those stoning Stephen laid their cloaks at his feet. It's very likely that it was Saul who ordered Stephen to be stoned. While drawing his last breath, Stephen called out to God to forgive those who were stoning him. St. Augustine later declared that had Stephen not prayed, the church would never have had the great apostle Paul, for it was Stephen's prayer that planted the seed that later helped Saul on his path to conversion. Saul's conversion to Christianity on the road to Damascus, where he was going to persecute other Jews who had embraced Jesus, has become the archetype of such changes of heart, the blinding light that knocked him off his horse, the voice of Jesus, his temporary blindness so that he could regain his vision with his new mission, the opposite of the one he had started out with. His years of isolation in the Arabian desert, his seeking out Peter in Jerusalem to bless his efforts, his renaming himself Paul, his writing fully a quarter of the New Testament, his endless travels and evangelizing, all of these point to his status as the greatest missionary in the history of the church. As always on these programs, we focus on the parts of the Mass that are traditionally sung by a cantor or choir. Of these, there are ten— Five of them are particular to the day of the church calendar, and five others, called the ordinary, whose texts are unchanging, 
are used in every Mass and at different times of the church year, such as today's Mass by James Healy Willen. These ten alternate with one another throughout the Mass until the final distribution of the Eucharist at Communion. The first five of these are called the proper because each is specific to the day it is sung, the introit or entrance of the celebrant, the gradual, which is sung after the first reading, the alleluia, sung after the second, the offertory, sung while the celebrant is preparing the gifts for communion, and the communion, sung during the distribution of the gifts. Today we shall hear almost all of James Healy Willen's Misa Brevis Ten. In order to enjoy our Mass ordinary in its fullness, I intend to replace the parts of the proper with excerpts from Felix Mendelssohn's oratorio Paulus, which he started composing when he was just 25 in 1834, as well as selected hymns. We'll start, in fact, with a hymn called Ye Watchers and Ye Holy Ones, with its early 20th century text by the Englishman John Athelstan Riley. The singers are the GIA singers, a group from Chicago.
Now, to get us into the mood for this feast of the conversion of St. Paul, let's listen to the grand orchestral overture to Mendelssohn's oratorio, Paulus. The performers are the Orchestra des Champs-Élysées.
was the overture to Felix Mendelssohn's Oratorio Paulus, in honor of this week's feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Now we'll get into our Mass Ordinary, the Misa Brevis 10, by the 20th century Anglo-Canadian composer James Healy Willen. Healy Willen composed this Mass for the Church of St. Mary Magdalene in Toronto, and his choir will sing the Kyrie for us. We've heard the Kyrie of the Misa Brevis Ten by James Healy Willen. Normally, following the Kyrie would be the second part of the Mass Ordinary, the Gloria. But today we'll substitute the hymn Glory to God in the Highest, also based on the greater doxology. It will be sung by the male choir of the Valam Singing Culture Institute from Northern Russia.
was the hymn, Glory to God in the Highest, with much the same text as the Gloria of the Mass Ordinary. Here now is another excerpt from Mendelssohn's oratorio, Paulus, Herr, der du bist der God, Lord, you are the God. And again, the performers are the Orchestra des Champs-Élysées.
That was a selection, Lord, You Are the God, from Mendelssohn's Oratorio, Paulus. Next up is a third hymn called Jesus, Remember Me, performed by the Songs of Taizé session singers.
we've heard the hymn, Jesus Remember Me. Next is a motet, Ave Maria, by the short-lived English Tudor composer Robert Parsons. The singers are the choir of St. John's College, Cambridge.
We've heard Robert Parsons' motet, Ave Maria. Now we can return to our ordinary for today with the Sanctus from Healy Willen's Misa Brevis Ten. The singers are the composer's own choir of the Church of St. Mary Magdalene in Toronto. the sanctus of today's Mass Ordinary. Now, before we go on to the unused day of Healy Willen's Mass Ordinary, I'd like to insert another movement from Mendelssohn's Oratorio Paulus, Mache dich auf, set out. The performers are the Orchestra des Champs-Élysées.
That was a selection, Mache dich auf, from Mendelssohn's oratorio, Paulus. Now we'll finish our Mass Ordinary setting by James Healy Willen with the Agnus Dei of his Misa Brevis Ten, again sung for us by the choir of the Church of St. Mary Magdalene in Toronto. That was the Agnus Day of our Mass Ordinary for today, the Misa Brevis Ten of James Healy Willen. Before signing off for this afternoon, here's a fourth hymn, this one called For All the Saints. It's sung for us by the Westminster Choir of Ryder College in New Jersey.
That was our fourth hymn for today, For All the Saints, written by William Walsham Howe in the 19th century. And this leaves us just enough time for a final selection from Mendelssohn's oratorio, Paulus, Nicht aber ihm allein, but not him alone.
That was our final selection from Felix Mendelssohn's Oratorio Paulus in honor of the Feast of St. Paul's Conversion, which comes on Wednesday, January 25th. And that brings us to the end of today's broadcast. I hope you'll tune in again next weekend for our show featuring music for the fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time. I'm your host, Terry Ross, wishing you a warm and cozy weekend. This has been the Glory of the Mass with Terry Ross, a weekly examination of the beautiful music of the sacred liturgy of the Catholic Church. For more information about this program, including a playlist from today's show, visit the Glory of the Mass online at materdayradio.com. The Glory of the Mass is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.